Sips and ish. How's it going, everybody? Hey now. Alex Nepa here again. Got a solo cast for you this week. Uh, got a couple things I want to chat about first before I get into the real meat and potatoes of this solo cast. And if you're wondering what this solo cast is going to be all about, if you just kind of randomly tuned in and didn't read the captions, this is me going to be me going through all of the record pools out there that I subscribe to and my philosophy on record pools in general and why they're important. We're going to get into that in just a second. I want to send a big thank you to Glenn Roush. He was my first guest back a couple, week, a couple weeks ago. Numbers were really good. Um, people tuned in. People, uh, Feedback was great. People seemed to enjoy the chat with Glenn, and, and I loved it as always. Had many private conversations with Glenn. It was my first time having him on the podcast. So lots of fun, and I um, want to send him best wishes in his skunk adventures. If you're not following him on Instagram, you need to because he's having a skunk problem in his backyard and he's making the most of it in terms of entertainment. So check it out. It's pretty funny. And I also want to send a shout out to my boys, Radio Shorty and Hi Kevin. They had me on their podcast a couple weeks ago as well. And it was just a ton of fun, man. We, uh, chopped it up and talked business and it was a lot of fun and, and a lot of humor involved there as well. You know, I can be super goofy when I'm uh, having fun. So it, it's all good. Yeah, wedding season has started. I can definitely, I, I need to do a solo cast on the highlights of that. They've been uh, plentiful, lots of amazing dance floors. So that streak continues. But I do, um, I don't want to, I don't want to waste a lot of time here because I think this podcast might clock in pretty uh pretty heavily for um a solo cast so i'm gonna get right into it record pools um are our lifeblood as djs it's where we get our music it's where we source our edits the magic weapons or the secret weapons that we use during our sets and um radio pools are different than just like you know buying mp3s from amazon number one they're a subscription service so they can range anywhere from you know $15 a month to $40 a month. And those are actually facts that I should probably have gathered. um, And and maybe we'll look it up here as we go. But yeah, um, you know, they, they, and they let you download almost unlimited music. So it, you know, you've got, you know, if you're a newer DJ starting and you want to beef up your back catalog, you can do that using some record pools. Now, before we get into this, I will say that Sony Music, um, I think it was probably like a year ago, a year and a half ago, they kind of um, chopped down on record pools. Before this, um, record pools kind of had anything and everything they wanted from, you know, new music to old music to mashups to, you know, bootlegs, things like that to transition tracks, which if you're not familiar with those, those are tracks that allow DJs to jump up in tempo or jump down in tempo in extreme manners where they wouldn't be able to do that, you know, using just, you know, a track. They'd have to play five or six tracks to get to the tempo they wanted to. So those tools are pretty cool and and readily available on a lot of record pools. Um, However, record pools are kind of like a gray area. At least it's it's always been explained to me that, um, hey, you know, DJs are getting these tracks at a... uh, deep discount to free a lot of times and the record pools need to make their money to operate um you know and have their operation costs and host the songs and stuff like that but a lot of times a and r representatives from 
You know, record labels would send record pools songs that they wanted service to DJs. And record pools were actually kind of service to both radio DJs and club DJs. Not so much wedding DJs, believe it or not, because, you know, wedding DJs really aren't introducing new songs to large audiences. It was mostly radio and, of course, people in the clubs. So club goers would be like, wow, what's this song? You know, it's getting played and the DJs would play it for months on end before it would finally hit radio and then people would know what it is and it already had some street street cred or buzz. So that's kind of like, you know, how record pools started. And this was, you know, back in, God, the, the 80s where record pools were actually records that were being mailed to radio stations and DJs to play. And that's how DJs kind of, you know, filled in a large amount of their sets with exceptions of trips to record stores where they would go and get, you know, the, the other tracks they needed, whether, and, and white labels, which are basically bootlegs and uh, limited pressings of, you know, remixes and stuff like that. So we're going to get into all of that. Um, I'm going to try my best to be concise. I, I know a lot about this. I've lived through this and, you know, occasionally I may get sidetracked as I do and talk about some stories, you know, and things that have changed over the years, but they'll, I'll try my best to keep it interesting. So realistically, as far as I know, there are only like, there's only one or two legal, legal record pools, meaning that they pay all the royalties the um, record labels are sending them stuff, which means, you know, they might get stuff a little bit later than usual, um, but it's always going to be high quality and it's always going to be legit. And this is what I believe should be like, I think every DJ should subscribe to this record pool and that's promo only. And you could find them at promoonly.com. They've got a really cool app. Um, and they are 100% downloadable. There's not anything streaming or anything like that. I still don't fully trust streaming and playing off of Wi-Fi at gigs. And I know that's a thing right now. And we'll get into that in a few minutes when I discuss BeatSource. But yeah, promo only should be the base of your music uh, music library. It's legal. If there's any any ever any questions as to whether or not the music you have is legal, which has never come up in my career. Um, for people that are outside of the DJ industry, just tuning in, kind of learning a little bit, um, venues are responsible for p- playing um, ASCAP, BMI, royalty fees. So the venues that host events to the public, not private events, but to the public, so nightclubs, bars, even retail stores, um, and anywhere that's playing music where the public is walking in and walking out should be paying those fees. That's on them. That's not on you. If you ever get in that argument, um, that's their job to pay that fee. That's that's you know just a cost of doing business for them. So because they're paying that fee, realistically, it doesn't really matter where we're getting the tracks from. Um, you know, it it does matter because you know we are making money from it, but it doesn't matter. Rewinding just a little bit more. My general philosophy about record pools is because that's our flavor, because that's what makes us unique, I think the more the merrier. If you pay $200 to $300 in record pool fees a month, that should be a very minimal cost to you. It might sound expensive at first, but again, think about what we do for a living. We bring music to events, to the public, to the people, and it's our job to have a unique flavor on it. Let's say there's only, you know, we live in communist Russia and there's only one record pool available to all of DJs. We're going to all sound pretty generic. I mean, granted, we have Ableton and we can learn how to use Ableton and make our own stuff and make it all unique. And I think that's something everybody should be doing. 
But I do think the more the merrier when it comes to record pools. I think, you know, you should have a music day set aside once a week or if you can only afford a couple hours every week where you're going through the record pools, finding that new heat, finding new twists on old songs to kind of bring to your events. I think that's super crucial. And, and if you disagree, uh, I just think you need to check yourself. I'm sorry. There's very few opinions I have where I think this is a general consensus that's right for every DJ. Usually my opinion is, you know, my way of doing things works for me and your way of doing things might work for you. But I do think if you want to be a good DJ that's sustainable and has a unique flavor, I think you need to subscribe to as many record pools as humanly possible and take the time and do the work to go through those pools and find new stuff every week. I think that's that's actually part of the fun part of the fun in being a DJ. So anyway, promo only, they have everything. It's $50 a month um and you know daily or weekly, whatever it may be, they just dump music on you. Um and I will tell you how I use promo only here because despite being, I think, the most important record pool, they are not one that I check every week. So promo only, they've got top 40 audio, country audio, urban audio, dance audio, rock audio, Christian audio, electronic dance audio, Latin audio, club video, hot video, urban video, country video, and I'm basically I'm just repeating what the audio was in video format. I think the video pools might cost a little bit more. I don't think I subscribe to that, um, but I do subscribe to all of, the, all of the audio formats. And the way that I use promo only is, um, so at a wedding, you know, I'm not a big country guy, for example. I, I have like very limited country on my laptop. I could probably spin like a 20 minute banging country set and that's probably stretching it and, and be a crowd pleaser in that category. But you know, if somebody comes to me and says, Hey, you know, we're a huge country couple. We want a country cocktail hour. We want an all country party. I'm going to politely say that I'm not the best DJ for them for that event. That's again, something that you need to be self-aware about, you know, don't just take the money. Every event you take needs to be a reflection of the kind of event that you want to have in the future. So again, you know, vetting your clients and taking the best event for you is super important too. The, you know, what's going to make you look the best? What's going to make you shine the best as as a DJ or an, and or, or an artist? Now, if you're just getting started and trying to find your footing, there's nothing wrong with taking multiple kinds of events and kind of finding out who you are and what you enjoy and what kind of crowds respond best to what style. Um, but again, promo only, it's your base music library. It's got everything. And, you know, if you get an event and you have a must playlist and you don't have some of those tracks on your hard drives, I think that uh, promo only is a fair bet that they're going to have that stuff. They also have got charts um, and they work alongside of um, Joe Bunn's um, um, music uh, service to his crate hackers. So something to consider as well. So that's that. Um, number two. I'm going to go right to it. This one is um, probably my personal favorite, and I'll tell you why in a second. Direct Music Service, directmusicservice.com. So I'm actually going to go here and tell you how much it costs real fast because I have no idea. Um, I think it starts at like $40 a month. Um, well worth it. And unfortunately, I can't find the uh, the part of the website where it tells you how much it costs. But um, 
But bear with me, it is well worth it. And they've got a couple different formats. They've got, you know, an unlimited format, which is a little more expensive, and that means you could download as much as you want. Or if you're looking to save a couple bucks and just load up on some new stuff every once in a while, they have, you know, a per song format, which is, you know, like where I think that that $30 or $40 a month price starts. Now, promo only, or pardon me, direct music service is what we're talking about right now. I love them because, um, you know, Drew Pierce is on there and any kind of Drew Pierce edit you find is worth having in your Serato. Um, They've got a lot of flavor and a lot of back library. And again, like they had a lot more back library when um, this was, you know, Sony, uh, when Sony wasn't cutting people off. But let's just talk about their editors really fast. They've got Drew Pierce. They've got Scooter. They've got Phrase. They've got Danny Diggs. They've got Donk. And I will say right now, my personal favorite like editor, just in terms of a music editor, is Simo. And Simo has just Simo Simo crushes two areas that are like huge favorites of mine and and huge winners for people in the mobile DJ industry. Um, so Simo hits the indie genre, which just is like this cool vibey, like, you know, you talk about, if you listen to Brian B's podcast, he talks a lot, a lot about doors open music and after party vibes. Simo crushes that stuff. Um, corporate event stuff, you know, you can use that indie genre for really nicely. Um, you know, just, just anything with a vibe, pool party vibes. And it's just a personal favorite of mine. And Simo, Simo is, in my honest opinion, the best curator of indie music in the world. In the world, why not? I, I I truly believe that. I can't name anybody better than him. Um, but he also crushes like um, all your throwback edits, and he's constantly loading up DMS with like really nicely edited throwbacks in the hip hop field, especially. So those throwbacks from like in 2000 to 2015 that just smash. He's constantly adding like more and more back catalog stuff, and and I'm I constantly find myself downloading them. Because he does super short edits, which I play. So I don't have to make my own. He edits them perfectly. So I literally don't have to cut the songs down to the way I would like to when he makes them. Because you make nine times out of ten, he makes the perfect edit. Um, but he's got the clean and dirty versions. So a lot of times, you know, when I find one of those new songs that he put, puts out there, or throwbacks that he puts out there, I'm deleting an old one off of my laptop and putting that new one on there because it's higher, uh, higher quality file or just edited better. So shout out to Simo on there. Scooter crushes it every single time. And we're going to talk about Scooter separately in a little bit here too. So yeah, that's DMS. I think it's a must subscribe. So um, so yeah, check it out. And I do apologize if we get some, uh, some background noise there. I am on my office computer. So next up, I think is another must subscribe is DJ City. And I... I'm kind of going to include DJ City and Beat Source in the same field here, but I'll give DJ City its own shine. DJ City has been around for a long time. They've got some really, really strong edits, um, especially on the club side. Um, their throwbacks, not super strong. Um, they're pretty strong like in terms of Latino music as well. So, so definitely... Um, you know, and I think they're starting to get into, you know, some more South Asian and Indian stuff too, which I find myself playing more and more in my sets and getting booked more and more in private events for. So yeah, DJ City, it's a must subscribe. Um, I believe their subscription model is, is unlimited downloads, $99 every three months. So super affordable, super attainable. Um, so now going into this, I want to hit BeatSource. So I've checked out BeatSource two or three times. 
And BeatSource can be seen a little bit maybe as controversial because BeatSource is 100% streaming. Now, they have an offline locker, which lets you download um, songs kind of, you know, like an, and, and they're living on your laptop kind of like downloaded, but they're not true MP3s. So there's that, but I think you're limited to like you know, a thousand songs or so, and that's not terrible by any means. Now, BeatSource is brilliant, and BeatSource is 1,000% the future. Um, it's just not there yet because of, you know, Wi-Fi technology and the reliability of it. And, and you know, and again, when you're getting paid in the thousands and thousands of dollars to play, um, you know, you kind of can't risk like, you know, any variables that are outside of your control. So that's that's the main reason, but... They're integrated fully in your Serato, so like you don't even have to open up the BeatSource app or BeatSource.com, although you can if you prefer to, but you could do this all on your Serato, and you can like literally download their crates, so they've got crates, you know, the 20 is super popular, and I think that's curated by DJ Spider. Um, they've got, you know, the best of Bad Bunny, I'm looking at them right now, they've got, you know, all the top picks for like last month for Afrobeats, R&B, pop, Latin, hip hop, the dance, alternative rock. Um, and that's, you know, that those are your throwback stuff. So they do have throwbacks. They've got a 90s dance hall playlist, which, you know, automatically becomes a crate in your Serato. And I, I don't think I just said this, but Nick Spinelli curates a lot of wedding crates on there. And Nick Spinelli is like, you know, one of the best curators in the, in the, in the business. So it's definitely worth checking out. I think they're the future. And I don't know how far in the future they are. They might not, you know, it might be six months to a year where like this is a thing. And, and, and especially if, you know, like they expand their offline locker, I think that could be a huge thing. Um, but at the same time, if you've got a strong Wi-Fi signal and you don't have a strong back library, you know, again, like just having that Wi-Fi open and, and being able to punch in a track and have it, you know, that, that might be a winner, that could be cool too. So, I mean, like BeatSource is, is dope. Um, and and I, I definitely look forward to the time where I where it's going to be the future. Now, I also, now being that they're 100% streaming and they live in Serato, they are kind of the only one, the only game in town right now, the only like great game in town, I should say, um, that's backed by, you know, DJ City and Beatport, kind of that 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 parent company there. So I, I do think that, you know, like uh, companies like Promo Only and, 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 you know, Direct Music Service and, D, well, DJ City is BeatSource, so that they're not going to follow in the footsteps. But I think record pools, I think this is the future. And I think every record pool is eventually, this is the way it's going to be just because this is how the servicing of music is going to work. Downloadable music is not going to be a thing that often. Now, one downside is me personally, I make so many of my own edits, even if it's something I downloaded from Direct Music Service or DJ City or Club Killers, any record pool, like, you know, scooter stuff directly too. like, you know, I've got so many scooter remixes that are Alex Nepa edits. Like I edit a lot of my own music and I don't know how that's going to work on like a, play, a thing like BeatSource. Um, I, I've got some ideas where like, you know, Ableton ties in and they've got an Ableton thing and, you know, maybe there's even a section where you could check out like the world's edits, which could be fucking just stupid with the amount of music that's out there. I think that's, that's all in the future. I just, you know, like I, I don't need like a six minute long song. I, I want to be able to, you know, put a hook for first or, you know, a second verse first or whatever way that I like to edit something, you know, I, I like that. And then right now, you know, BeatSource doesn't have that. So I think they're great. I think their playlists are great. And 
to be honest with you, even if you subscribe to like a record pool like BeatSource, what is it, like 15 bucks a month, just to be able to look at those sets and, and perhaps curate your own using downloaded music for now or your edits right now, I think that's a winner too. So, I mean, again, when you look at the costs of record pools, like, you know, whether it's $50 a month, $15 a month, whatever it is, like these costs are minimal to what you're making and things that could make you unique and having different sources of music. And that's really my message right here. So we're going to get out of BeatSource. I could probably do a whole podcast episode on BeatSource just because of like its potential and its technology and the fact that like, you know, Sony music stuff is going to be there because guess what? Since it's streaming, Sony knows when we're playing the shit and they're getting their money. So yeah, that's, 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 that's that. Um, next up is Club Killers, another must subscribe. And again, like you're going to basically listen to me say must subscribe to all these because I subscribe to them, but I'm also going to tell you why. Um, Club Killers has, is a home of two editors that I, I love. Um, actually, actually maybe like three at this point, but DeVille, DeVille is, is very much like Scooter, great with the throwbacks, great with the redrums, great with your kind of epic intro tracks. But then there's a dude also, um, you know, I, I got to send out Digital Dave. Digital Dave uh, doesn't contribute very often, but Digital Dave is a Club Killers original or exclusive. But even Steve, who's, I, I, I love this dude. Like, I think he's... Like, I mean, I, he's like Digital Dave, except for he's playing like, like, you know, since he's 10 years younger than Digital Dave, he's playing stuff that like, you know, hits people 10 years younger. And that's not a knock at Digital Dave. But um, even Steve's edits on here are just fucking sick, man. You need a, every even Steve edit on, on your laptop, on your Serato or your virtual DJ, whatever you use. So, yeah, that's um, Club Killers, definitely a must. Um, and they've got some really cool, like, uh, features. They've got curated spotlights, which are, in essence, Beat Sources playlists. Um, I think they're good. I think because of the Sony Music takeout that you're missing some stuff. Um, but they've got some wedding essentials on there that are, are clutch for sure. And their, their charts are pretty cool, too. So they um, chart, you know, the most downloaded songs by week or by month or by genre. So if, you know, you're kind of just catching up, it's a great place to kind of start and see, you know, what other DJs are downloading the most. And they've got this uh, little trending tracks ticker on the right side of their screen where you can, uh, you know, check out what songs are trending. And, and usually if an art artist puts out a new album, like you're going to see like almost every single song on that album trending because, you know, people are just trying to beef up their library with a new new. And, you know, Bad Bunny right now is, is just blowing up. And of course... Uh, yeah, Jack Harlow on, on here, so I get that. Next up, this one is going to be controversial. Um, I was unsubscribed from this record pool like for quite a minute because they left such a bad taste in my mouth, and they got hit the worst. Um, and I have never met the dude, but I have heard that the guy who owns this website is a true scumbag. Um, having said all that, BPM Supreme is up next. I am guilty. I subscribed to them. I resubscribed to them about two months ago when I was doing an Indian event, and I googled, you know, best record pool for South Asian slash Indian music, and BPM Supreme came up number one. Now, when I was going through BPM Supreme, they had zero of the Indian songs I was looking for, but what I did find was all of the Sony music with intro versions and short edits that other record pools don't have, 
whether or not they're being shady and just throwing them up there and hoping they fly under the radar or whether they've made some kind of agreement and they're actually paying Sony music fees. I don't know, but I do know they have the stuff. I will give you, uh, and they've got a Latino section too, and it's, it's actually a very beautifully designed website. I mean, it's super easy to navigate, um, you know, and it's just well put together. I will say that their shortfall is whoever makes their short edits, uh, I don't think they are active DJs. I think they're people that know how to use production software or, or editing software because some of the short edits just don't make a lot of sense in the way they're laid out. Like, I'm all for short edits. I, like... On an average, I play probably play under a minute and a half of every song that I play, unless it's like a big, big song where I want to let that sit and let that sink in and let that kind of have its moment. But for the most part, I'm in and out of songs. But, you know, having said that, you know, I think people that complain, like, so a lot of DJs say, oh, my audience complains when I play songs short or when I do short edits. Like, I think I could totally see that if you're playing some of these BPM Supreme short edits because they're constructed in a way that you're not getting the part of the song that people want. And that's the secret to playing a short edit. Now, sometimes that might just be the first, you know, verse and then the hook after that. Sometimes that's the hook first, a verse, then another hook. But you always want to leave, or for the most part, with rare exceptions, you want to leave and get out of a song after a hook. So after that, you know, eight or 16 bar hook, whatever the chorus is in the song. And um, so even like bridge and hook only edits, you know, go over great because those are the parts of songs that people love. And and some BPM Supreme just kind of misses, misses, misses that like 50% of the time. 50% of the time their short edits are cool and then it works out and that's the way I would have done it. The other 50% of the time, it's kind of junk and just doesn't work out. So heads up there. But it's also one of the cheaper record pools at like 20 bucks a month. So um, definitely worth checking out. And again, like check out all these record pools. Subscribe to them for a month. Find out what you like. Find out what you don't and move on. The next one is LiveDJService.com. And I believe this is, I don't know, DJ Benzie's pool. Like I can't really like say that because I don't want to be... I don't want to say like something that isn't totally true. So it might be Benzie's pool. It might not be Benzie. If you don't know, is a record as uh, kind of like a, like a, a killer DJ. So you know, it's a DJ's record pool for uh, DJs. Live DJ service kind of flies under the radar a little bit. And even when I get like my um, my PayPal like invoice or like receipt for them every month, like it has like a different name. So it's like, you know, sometimes it's live mixtapes, sometimes it's live DJ service. Like I'll get these like PayPal receipts and like be like, what company is this now? Like who would I, sometimes I'll even think it's like fraud, but it always ends up uh, being live DJ service. They've got a great back library. I'm just giving their pros. Um, They have Sony music stuff. They have new stuff. Uh, it's kind of just like a hodgepodge of everything. They also do drum and bass, which I'm a big drum and bass fan. Like they've got some super obscure stuff. And like that's where the secret of them is. Like I might only download like three or four like live DJ service edits a month. But those edits are going to be winners. And those are going to be kind of like those tracks where the audience like looks up and they're like, holy shit, look at, listen to this. And they like, you know, tap the person next to them, like, do you hear this shit? Like, so it's like those kind of tracks that are just like a oh, holy shit tracks. So definitely worth having. And, and I'm a big fan. Um, so yeah, worth checking out LiveDJService.com. Next up, love this pool. And if you listen to Brian B's podcast, you get plugs for it all the time. Your first month is only 7 dollars 
using the code heavy discount. <laughs> I do not have my own um, code, discount code, but I will vouch for them. Heavyhits.com. My boy Isaac Jordan is a big part of this, if not a whole owner. It's a beautiful website, really nicely laid out. Um, again, like they're going to be, you know, their strengths and weaknesses are kind of going to be similar, similar to other pools, you know, such as direct music service and club killers, because they fit in that vein. Um, they're not going to have any Sony music stuff, but Isaac Jordan, um, really, really crushes the, um, international scene. So Indian edits, um, definitely Afro beats and French rap edits. Um, you're going to have a ton there. And, and even their, like, edits, you know, of, you know, the songs that are big that we all play are, are huge, too, you know, um, whether it's, you know, the last uh, Lizzo track. I, I see here that there's a quantized version of Donna Summer's Last Dance. Like, I'm just checking out their heavy pits, heavy picks right now. So, yeah, they've got they've got good curated playlists. Um, you know, it's just it's just a great pool to check out. And like it's again, like the reason why we have all of these pools is because, you know, we want options. We want to sound different. Like I see right here, this this could be super interesting. A no diggity blend of Lizzo's good as hell. Um, so, yeah, definitely, definitely worth checking out. And the last one, I actually don't have this up. So I'm glad that my memory is on point today. My last, the last pool I subscribe to is Headliner Music Club. And this club is um, run by Five and Eric Deluxe. But they also have some really cool exclusive editors. Alex Dynamics, or Dynamics, um, super legendary Latin DJ. They've got DJ Fashion. They've got Beatbreaker, who, in my opinion, again, is hit or miss. Um, but he's got some bangers out there. Definitely worth checking out. Um, my my tip here is again they're they've got they've got a lot of hip hop so that's definitely they're gonna fill the gap with some cool hip hop for you for sure, but their strength definitely also is their edit set like if so if you're looking at their new releases and kind of going down through the stuff in their record pool the stuff that says HMC only which are the Headliner Music Club exclusives those are always going to be the ones that I check out and just to just to find out what's going on. And then randomly, if there's a song where I feel it's got a vibe, like I'll go to all these record pools and hit the search bar and kind of listen individually to find out, you know, what's good. And, you know, again, if you learn your editing software, if you've got like three versions of a song you dig and you've got those three versions of a song on your laptop and you're like, oh, man, I'm like rotating back and back and forth between them. Um, I just make an edit using all three of them. Like, and I do that all the time where it's like, you know, starts off with one edit, goes into another edit, you know, of the same song and just kind of chops up three different edits. So boom, you got those like uh, beat flips that kind of keep a song fresh. And it's also just another reason for the audience to kind of like think of you as somebody that's doing something so unique and so different. So that's my tip. That's my uh, high horse on record pools, my philosophy. Clocked in at just about 30 minutes here. Hit me up on Instagram at DJ Alex Nepa. Let me know what you think. Let me know what pools you subscribe to. And stay tuned. In about two weeks, I've got another guest for you guys. We're going to do a live cast and then put up the audio the next day. DJ Alex Nepa, Sips and Ish, thank you for tuning in.